there are physical risks and financial risks there are also mental risks that people take over the course of their life but it is one of those things that seem to be wired into the human psyche there are some people who seem to take risks naturally and there are others who can't be persuaded to undertake any risky behavior no matter what the rewards are which leads us to the first post in today's episode can a risk taking be taught the theory for sure not the practice time and again we've seen people take outsized risks without a second thought and others who wait for the perfect opportunity to come along and it never does there are those who take on physical risks speeding climbing mountains dropping off bridges in a bungee jump or the affluent ones by skydiving mental risk taking is another thing altogether entrepreneurs are drawn to the idea of bringing about big changes and the lure is so strong they almost can't help themselves they'll conceive and execute plans in school and college even when they turn out to be disastrous but they're learning from every botched experiment they'll max out their credit cards hit up friends and family for funds and do everything required to float their dream company but the vast majority of us can't conceive of such behavior when we build up a corpus we'll strive to make it bigger not bet it on something unpredictable that's what separates the money makers from the savers the way they define risk and no matter how favorable the odds you'll never be able to sway the minds of people who already have a fixed idea and even they may not be aware of it the careful ones stick to the mutual funds and post office debentures because that's the level of risk most of us can tolerate but there are also the ones who become prey taking risks with investing in dubious financial schemes in the hope of getting high returns and ending up with huge losses the appetite for risk is hard to determine and it shapes the entrepreneurial gene on to the next post social media has created a set of writers who have a tough job they have to make every single minute of a day interesting exciting engaging rewarding fill whichever adjective you like to determine what they are required to do the second post in today's episode the painful job of social media writers good memes are easy to read but hard to write basically it's variations on the same theme we respond to the same stimulus much like the doctor testing reflexes with a hammer hit the right spot on the knee lightly and the leg swings out involuntarily writers managing prominent social media profiles have to be regular interesting and come up with new ways to say the same old things if it is a vacation there are a set of headlines to fall back upon so and so's mauritius vacation gives couple goals for you know the type nothing negative or even slightly controversial unless that is the intention the monthly gossip film mag or lifestyle magazines had time to file stories and dig up interesting bits 
or more often than not make things up. Stars and celebs have the same lives everyone else does. They're just in front of a lens more often. The daily treadmill makes it hard to keep up the pretense. A few hundred likes can be scored with an announcement of a new diet plan or fitness video. But how can it be sustained for days, weeks and months? Tanned and toned bodies are good to go. When it becomes a procession on a social media feed, even the smallest deviation provides room for sly digs and comments, which sets off a thousand wala of jibes. In the celebrity PR machine, staying the course has become fraught with uncertainty. The inaccessible ones, the inaccessible ones using mystique and appearing only a couple of times a year may have a better chance of standing out and writers won't have to reheat decade-old recipes. And to close out this episode, a tree or the wood from the tree that is so expensive, it is unbelievable. Liquid gold grows in forests. It's not used to make any furniture, of course. The economics don't make sense even for the rich. Every kilo of agar wood costs over $100,000 and it is already on an endangered list. What comes from it is a heavenly fragrance, which is the base for some of the world's exotic, high-priced perfume brands. Nothing about the wood is simple. It comes from the aquilaria tree, which is not intrinsically valuable. But that's just the beginning. Grazing animals and insects can bruise the tree and some, but not all trees, are invaded by a type of fungus. To fight off the fungus, the tree secretes a liquid and over years, this creates the wonderful aroma. Finding these trees is an art in itself because they don't look different on the outside. Unless they're chopped and the telltale stains are found inside, the tree is not valuable. The story of how the oud oil is extracted makes for fascinating viewing. One liter of the aged oil costs over $80,000. Even the leftover wood chips are sold as incense and the aroma lingers in rooms two to three hours later. The tragedy is that less than 2% of it is now available in the wild and involves several expeditions that last for several days to find the trees. And nature is in no hurry to replenish the stocks. Every week, I'll plant a few ideas in your mind on branding, behavior and markets. Triggers for your thoughts. Spread the word to your friends. All you have to do is click the link and enter an email address. And please do let me know what you think of these podcast episodes, your views, your thoughts and what you think of them. Do you have anything to add? As always, thank you for listening.